Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one life plot holes and gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy I practice, I was an ace I couldn't miss But in the game Tell me you ain't gonna throw the curve, Tim I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight! Oh, God, tonight. <laughs> uh, we're ending off April on a high note. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's uh, 1996's Ed. Oh, this is where Whoopi Goldberg buys the New York Knicks? Uh, it's Eddie, and she's, I don't know, given the Knicks? I forget how that... Inherits them? She, like, wins being owner for a day. Don't worry, that'll be a future episode, because <laughs> that movie is amazing. <laughs> but, we are not, but we are not alone for Ed! What? Welcome, Brandon, from the What Were They Thinking podcast. Welcome, Brandon! <sighs> well, thank you. Um, yeah, this, this, uh, this movie, guys... Woof! Great, right? Well, that's a word that you can use to describe things in this world. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, are we too sober for this movie? Oh, God, we are. Are you fucking Uh, kidding me? You better down a keg. (laughs) You got anything to uh, drink there, babe? No! Yes. Yes! No, we're out of booze. We're going dry. We're, we're going to the store real quick. We'll be right back. Bye. Going Steve in dry. Steve the podcast. We're out of booze and we had to watch it. Oh, <laughs> That's your final episode ever right there. We've stopped drinking and we watched a terrible movie. We have to go now. Now, we do have a beer from Kona Brewing Company all the way from Hawaii. We have Gold Cliff IPA. Ale brewed with pineapple and natural flavors. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, also brewed in Portland, Oregon, apparently. <laughs> Probably where this <laughs> All the way from Hawaii, Oregon. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I cannot seem to find the ABV on this can, but that's cool. It's an IPA. It's probably six. Yeah. That sounds about right. 
Six, six and a half. I'm going to pop my top. Ooh, finally. Oh, my top. <gasps> she said it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get that t-shirt anyway. What? I hope so. <laughs> untidyvenus.tpublic uh, oh, slash untidyvenus. Guys, if you don't have an ooh, my top shirt by now. I mean, come oh, on. We do. Oh, we do. We're, oh. And uh, we'll have ball opener soon enough. Nice. <laughs> so you can all pop your tops with me. <laughs> we also have who's he, Steve? That's right. And we have a dinosaur. Do you made have of the word excellent? <laughs> Wait, do you have fun facts? Super fun facts because they're fun fun facts. Yes, yes, we yes, do. Yes, we do. Good. <laughs> all right. So yes, yeah, so this is a really beautiful. A uh, golden colored IPA, just like it says. It's got a white frothy head that lingers. Steve's got in for the taste. Mm. You definitely get some piney notes. I'm getting a little fruity esters off of it. Yeah, it's definitely like citrus forward. But yeah, it's definitely got pine in there as well. Like, yeah. It's like a mix of pine and pineapple, as it were. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely got some New World hops. And then, yeah, you get that pineapple. And I'm not going to lie, it's really yeah. nice. Yeah, you know when you get that pineapple pledge and you're uh, refinishing <laughs> oh. a table? Oh, or, and uh, then you die of asphyxiation? This is like the good version of that. It's like the pineapple-flavored pine sol. <laughs> no, that's awful! <laughs> These are awful smells you're thinking of, Steve! <laughs> Terrible smells! You get turpentine, a little bit of pineapple. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Does this ether smell like pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's actually in the back. You guys are turning me on. (laughs) (laughs) Brendan, do you have anything to drink to get yourself through it? Uh, well, here's the thing. I am drinking coffee because this movie actually made my head hurt. Oh, And I just got back from work, uh, as well, so I'm a little, not quite, uh, not quite drinking yet, but I'll have a little coffee and then probably, you know, pop my top. Then then you'll, you'll Irish it up? Yeah, once we get once well I'll get I'll get a drink during the break. And, <laughs> While we're listening and, uh, to the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, oh you said it! Ah, I said it too early, I couldn't hold it in <laughs> That's Brendan, he always comes a little bit early. <laughs> no complaints. <laughs> we tell you a story. <laughs> but Brendan he's a premature ejaculator. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed. So Ed. 1996. <laughs> Do we have to? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Hey, you were drunk and ready for this last night. <laughs> that's what? that's something I what is he? Uh, Steve's here. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two you two are busy messaging each other in the middle of the night while Steve lays next to me in our marital bed. It's true, Brendan was like, let's do this episode now so I can get us out of my head as soon as possible. <laughs> I'm like, no, you need to marinate in it. I was only half serious, but if he had said yes, I would not have said no. (laughs) See, and no's a no. That's right. No means no. And yes is a yes. If you could take anything away from this podcast, folks, it's that yes means yes, and no means no. Yeah, well, we have to end the podcast now, because that's what we learn from movies. (laughs) Wait, that's the opposite of what we've learned from any movie. (laughs) I was going to say, not too many movies you've done that that uh, enforce that rule. (laughs) (laughs) You did, you guys did do Zardoz, if I remember correctly. We did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody said no in that movie. Well, nobody could say no because they were unconscious. (laughs) They weren't unconscious. They were tuned out of life. We have a uh, forced versus consensual rate of about four to one right now (laughs) in this podcast. Mm. I blame Hollywood. Yeah. 
So Ed. So Ed. Ed. Nineteen eighty six. Paul LeBlanc gets permission from a monkey. Wait, what? Paul LeBlanc. Paul LeBlanc. <laughs> who the fuck is that? Paul, Paul LeBlanc has a child named Matthew, who then goes on to star in a sitcom. Anyway. Love of booze in the world. <laughs> from director Bill Couture. Who's he, Steve? Uh, apparently. He did some documentaries <laughs> about American Dream, uh, this, and then he took his ass back to documentaries, uh, including one of my favorite 30 for 30s, those uh, ESPN. Ooh, but he, he was banned from baseball forever. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I wonder, like, if he, <laughs> I wonder if because this was his only fictional movie, if he made it, he was like, oh, is this what fictional movies are? And uh, No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean this isn't based on a true story? And then he stormed out of there towards the end. Oh, uh, you told me that was a real monkey! You told me Ed Sullivan was a real monkey and he had a show in the 50s. I forgot his fucking name was Ed Sullivan. (laughs) God damn it. Towards the end of the movie, he's like, oh, the monkey's name is Ed Sullivan. Like, yeah, they've only said it like 14 times. Because he's credited as Ed Sullivan. It was a constant battle in this movie of, like, me naturally wanting to repress it versus, like, no, I have to retain some of this for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I I have a fun fact. This what? movie was written. Super fun fact. Fun fun fact. Wait, wait, fun fun fact. This movie was written. Is that your fun it was, fact? <laughs> it was written. Yes. What? There was a script. <laughs> yes. It was written by a gentleman named David Mickey Evans. Who's he, Steve? Well, he's the director of Radio Flyer, The Sandlot. He just wrote this, and then he did all those Sandlot sequels. And he also directed Ace Ventura Pet Detective what? Junior. Oh, which apparently okay. was a thing. <laughs> that that twist made it make more sense. <laughs> I was like, wasn't that Tom Shadyac? <laughs> right. Nope. This is from the director of the Guru of Go, that thirty for thirty I love, and written by the guy that did the Sandlot. And we got Matt LeBlanc and a monkey. And there is a big dog in this movie too. What was that? I said there's a big dog in this movie, too. Just like the Sandlot. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's, it's, part, of, it's part of the sandlot verse <laughs> Where do we want to start? Uh, do, do we want to go through? I mean, we, oh. you guys listen to the trailer, right? Like, we basically know the we story could just, of the movie. But... We could just talk about it if you guys want. There are want. people out there who have not seen this movie, guys. All right. Well, we're going to sum it up for them real quick. Um, <laughs> it starts off. It starts off. Farmer Joey is pitching a ball. Has anybody ever seen you pitch, boy? Holy torpedo! Oh my god. So many lines like that in this movie. There's one where something says, like, blow me over with a cheesy goat fart. Yep, I got that one on here. See you later. (laughs) Okay. By the way, did you guys notice that? I'm going to keep calling him this Paul (laughs) LeBlanc. Did you guys notice his John Deere hat throughout the entire movie? And he's got a weird, they... like, farmer's tan that does not look real. <laughs> well, because they had to make him a farmer. And yep. what color would you say his hair is? Um, Auburn? Bedell Sassoon number 45. <laughs> <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like a male model just got put in farm gear, given a fake tan, and sent out into the world. Well, so here's the thing. They lightened <laughs> his hair up to, I guess, give him the all-American country boy look. <clears throat> But he, he obviously has dark hair. 
Mm. And it like it's it doesn't match his skin tone, and it just looked it almost looked like he had a wig on to they me. Were, they were trying to ride that carrot top heat. <laughs> Try the same color. Oh, guys! Well, you know, after chairman of the board was guys. Chairman of the boards, chairman of the boards, Jack Warden is in this movie. He is. He certainly is. That's what everyone knows him from, right? After chairman of the board. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! It's the chairman of the boardiverse. He they they wrapped up chairman of the board, walked right on over to Ed. No, Ed was first, and then Jack Warden killed his agent. (laughs) Uh, Almost, except that Ed and then chairman of the board. Oh, is that? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was like ninety-eight or something, wasn't it? So, so did the movie they with the monkey off the baseball field <laughs> into the boardroom, and we're like, we can fit, make a film. If you put me in another movie with a monkey, I'm going to shove that contract right up your ass. Oh no, no, I got another one. This is this is one where uh, you're. Uh, uh, it's an up and coming comic. Uh, He's a prestigious prop comic. <laughs> There's no such thing. Joel Hodgson, Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gallagher. Oh, I would love it if he loved Gallagher. I Wait, won't lie. Is that future actor? Is that future Jesus Christ performer Jim Caviezel? It sure is. What's he doing in this locker room? Is he a ghost? I thought so for a while. I thought, I thought he was just playing Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he, also, le- he reminded Tommy me of that character Tennis. in Angels in the Outfield that died like yeah, years later. Yes. Christopher Lloyd was like, no, he's going to die of smoking or something. <laughs> in like 10 years <laughs> yeah so it, and yeah Zach Ward uh, Titus's brother from uh, the TV show yeah good old Tommy yeah, yeah. I don't like Zach Ward the locker room with no shirt on <laughs> guys I also had to point out did you notice when Ed came on the screen on the title card it was it a rooster e- it was ED right next to a cock <laughs> well and then, then I was like wait did they fool me is this a movie about a rooster named Ed <laughs> Yeah, no, it's right. a movie about dicks. I'm sorry. It was a porn the whole time. <laughs> Ed Cock. What if a rooster could do more than play tic-tac-toe? That rooster fucks like a genius. I... his own porn series. <laughs> I he would watch like a genius. I would so watch a movie where a rooster played baseball. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> Oh, not a rooster as a porn star? I took that the wrong direction. I mean... We call it cuckold. <laughs> I mean, is he, can't, can't we have both? He could be a porn star baseball player. Yeah. I Has mean, if mustache. Tom Selleck could do it. <laughs> Isn't that what Mr. Baseball was? I, are we, I have no are idea. Are we doing this movie in order? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so then we're because... introduced to the name of our main character, Paul LeBlanc. No. Uh... <laughs> Joey name Tribbiani. Is... His name Jack, is Jack. basically Joey Tribbiani. Let's not... Yeah, <laughs> No, no, it's Jack the Deuce Cooper. It's so it's That's Joey right. from Friends. Deuce. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, all Joey. my notes say Joey, but... Let's call him Farmer Joey from now on. Farmer it... Joey. Yeah, say Farmer Joey. It could be the Deuce. It could be Coop. <laughs> it could be... See, I hear yeah. Coop and I just think of basketball. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I think that's what he's called the most in this movie. They call him Deuce. The, All the time. The Deuce Coop and Boogie? Yeah, he does. Deuce Coop and Boogie! <laughs> That's where you take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. you try to get out of the bar before anybody notices. <laughs> no, you Holy take a shit, shit. inside a, a chicken. A, 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 what do you call it? A, a chicken Ch- roost. Chicken coop? A chicken coop. <laughs> we have been talking about Matt LeBlanc's name for five minutes, and this is a movie about a monkey who plays baseball. <laughs> 
just want to put that out there. Just so, so everyone knows how fucking insane this movie is. No, no. Hypothetically speaking, let's say you just go into a movie called Ed. You Maybe you think it's Ed TV. Or I did think like it was that. Ed TV, and that's why I said, I'd like to do that one. Then realized it was Primate <laughs> Month, or April Month, and said, oh shit, I volunteered for the Matt LeBlanc monkey movie. Oh shit. Oh shit, the wrong Matt's in the lead. Yep. <laughs> I thought it was McConaughey. <laughs> Let's say you go in expecting something like Ed TV, like, you know, a somewhat realistic show. And then 20 minutes into the movie, a movie about baseball, we are like, oh, okay, I can get into this. <laughs> then they just, there's a monkey on the fucking bus. And you're like, when's Matthew McConaughey showing up? Yeah. <laughs> what? Where are the people with the cameras? <laughs> Aren't I supposed to see them? Ron Howard directed this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, did Ron Howard direct Ed TV? I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, okay. Fun fact. Fun fact. Super fun fact, but fun, fun fact. You could have saved this yeah. for Ed Month. You could have done Ed, Eddie, Ed TV. Drop De- Ed Fred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many options. Oh, shit. Sorry, future Steve. Ed Steve Wood. Wait, wait. <laughs> I just discovered something. What? It's actually something my mom always said. Sorry, I was looking up uh, for next primate. Banana porn? <laughs> or uh, next April, I was looking up some monkey movies so that Brendan can come back. Do you know how my mom always says it's bedtime for Bonzos? Oh, yeah. Stars Ronald Reagan. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, oh, yeah, and a chimp. Yeah, it was considered. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? he doesn't have a monkey yet, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, All right, Joey, Joey the Deuce Coop. Good farmer boogie guy. Uh, <laughs> the deuce coop he's, boogie. Uh, the movie is so fr- like he starts out as a farmer who can pitch 125 miles an hour, which by the way is bullshit. Yeah. So he gets recruited, but he chokes in his first game, and basically everybody's like, "Oh shit, that's the end of his career." But in practice, he can do it. For some reason, he always chokes when he's out on the field, and uh, the team is—it's like a triple A team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they need money, and so the owner and the owner's, like, crooked son buy a new player. Yeah, they, they buy something from the estate of Mickey Mantle, and oh. they... Yeah, fun fact, Mickey Mantle did not own a monkey. You don't know that, you can't I looked it, it up, I looked it up. <laughs> yeah, well, fun the fact. internet, well, and we all know the internet has all the facts that are always correct all the time. Okay, when nothing comes up when you Google it, that's <laughs> that means it's probably not right. It's because it's a secret. It's a secret monkey estate. No, I'm going to talk about his a monkey art pitching army. This movie is flawed. First of all, monkey Fight Club is don't talk about Monkey Fight Club. Flaws in this film. Guys, if you found out Mickey Mantle was trying to start a monkey fight club, you would believe it, right? I'd be more surprised that it wasn't like Gary Busey. Yeah, but... <laughs> like Babe Ruth, definitely. Mickey Mantle, it's like, I don't know. What are your sources? Would Mickey Mantle also have, like, what's that thing that they, they tur- the fight club turns into later? It's like team something? Oh, Project, Project... Project Overkill or something? Yeah. Or, uh... <laughs> Mickey Mantle and Babe Ruth are the same person. Whoa! That's that's the uh, phase three of the Monkey Fight Club universe. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Also, for all you TV fans out there, uh, Parks and Rec's Jerry is in the booth. Yeah, he is doing commentary Jimbo here or higher. How do you say his last name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there are so many people that pop up in this movie that I was not expecting. 
um, including one for one of your recent podcasts. <laughs> uh, are we talking about Chairman again? No, uh, Rocky Five. So yeah, intro Mickey Mantle's monkey. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah. So Farmer Joe is sent to basically pick him up at the bus stop, not knowing he's picking up an ape, which... He's picking up another player. Yeah, he's picking up another player, and it's like, oh shit, it's a monkey, run! Who is just on, like, a regular bus. <laughs> and the bus driver seems weirdly cool with it. Yeah, the bus driver is, like, kind of like, Haha, what's the matter, you didn't think you were picking up a monkey? No, of course he didn't. <laughs> Weren't you amazed that they actually had a monkey playing the role? Oh, shut up. Of <laughs> Brendan, yeah, I was going to say, what did you think of the uh, animal performer here? I thought, having not known anything about this movie before, I thought it was like an <laughs> Airbud situation where it was mostly a real animal, except for like, you know, obvious things that the animal can't do. When it was like a fucking Congo-like <laughs> person in a suit the whole the whole time, I, that blew, kind of blew my mind. <laughs> Brendan, I know you're trying to get a sidetrack on talking about Congo for the next three hours, but I'm not going to allow it. I'm going to keep us on course. Amy, nice, human, <laughs> ugly. Ed, pitch, fast like, sorta. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great if the, if the monkey <laughs> talked like that? Oh, I was, I was half expecting him to later in the movie. Right? <laughs> because, okay, let's... Coming up later in the movie... <laughs> The, the humans are going to ask Ed questions, and it's like, what exactly do you expect him to do? Like, respond? Use sign language? But I, here's uh, the thing. He basically has dialogue. Yeah. Because there's things that he mutters and stuff, and it's like, oh, you know what he's, like, trying to say. Like, he comprehends every single thing they ask and say to him. <laughs> and, I'm like, he basically, he might as well have been talking. <laughs> What? She fell down the well. <laughs> what? You just ate someone's child, <laughs> right? Oh, I'm sorry. You were speaking with an accent. Uh. <laughs> so he picks up the monkey. That's right. Yeah, he so picks up the monkey, takes him directly to the baseball diamond, as one should do with a large primate. Yeah, um, doesn't get pulled over or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> So then Ed is shown off to the team, and of course they react as they should, I guess. I don't know, kind of shock and awe, and like, hey, why is that ape dressed like a baseball player? Great question. <laughs> no one has an answer, really. Um, and then uh, they quote-unquote draw straws to find out who has to take care of this wild creature now. Um, the zoo? That would have been my vote. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps yeah. someone trained in the art of ape rearing? I don't know. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they draw straws, and of course Joey gets the gets the gig, because basically the manager, Jack Warren, just, I don't know, wants to distract him or fill his life with misery and woe. I, I, think, I, I think he thinks that, like, Joey will get better if he trains with the monkey. Yeah, which, which makes sense. That is the fucking, oh, this movie, guys. <laughs> Well, it's well. See, this movie's actually super ahead of its time. The owner realizes that Joey's choking because of his anxiety, so he's gonna need a therapy animal to bring out on the field with him. Oh no, monkey shines! <laughs> oh my god! If halfway through this turned into monkey shines, it'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> I thought I I well, wouldn't have been surprised if they had started a relationship though. Yeah, right. Well. <laughs> Paul LeBlanc fucks a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> or his brother Matt, whoever it might have been. <laughs> Alright, so basically Paul LeBlanc takes no, uh 
Farmer Joey, the Deuce, Coop, whatever we're calling him. Paul uh, the White. <laughs> he goes back to his apartment, and now he's got an ape living with him as a roommate in this apartment complex. It's great. Um, and we're also introduced to a uh, single mom with nosy daughter. Oh, Lydia um, and her daughter, like, Liz, I think? Yeah, that sounds we're, good. We're gonna... Oh, yes, because it is Elizabeth. Yeah, Lydia oh, is the woman, hmm. and her daughter is one of those annoying, like, precocious movie children. Uh, these kids, if but, they exist in real life, let's go ahead and just take them out now. But, but can I just say that <laughs> she has my favorite line in the movie... I don't know oh, if yes. I don't know if I should wait, but it's one of my favorites. Let's wait. Okay. <laughs> because many follow-up questions. Actually, no. No, she has two of my favorite lines. One is super questionable. <laughs> Sorry, I think the first line is here where she tells her mom he, he I guess he's got I guess he's troubled, but he's got a great butt. <laughs> uh well, and that's after, uh, so they're, like, bringing in groceries, and, like, the ape helps them out, and, like, gives a rose to the little girl or something, and she's like, oh, it's the perfect man. I'm like, bitch, that is an ape. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is going on? <laughs> you do not act that way. Your child is in danger. Let right? me just reiterate, it was the daughter that said, uh, Paul LeBlanc's got a great butt. <laughs> yeah, it was the daughter, like a, what, nine? Nine-year-old, ten-year-old, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So then they go into the apartment, and, uh, or, yeah, Ed has to pee, I guess, but at first he's just grabbing his crotch a lot and pointing yeah. violently. Yeah. And <laughs> he's just jerking himself off. Like, this is a kid's movie, guys. Well, also, also, he was holding his crotch, but then when he went to the bathroom, he took a shit. Yeah. Well, and, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, 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 Farmer Joey's like, oh no, don't use my bathroom. Don't you go in there. What the fuck? Were you? you know what? If you're going to have an ape in there and he can use the toilet, right? let him go. Well, yeah. And then he flushes and he goes, bad monkey. And it's like, no, good monkey. He flushed. Oh, what did you do in there? I used the toilet like a goddamn human. I yeah, mean, it's not like uh, he uh, went uh. in and there was like turds in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, guys, Farmer Joey does get a great line here. I'm gonna spank that monkey. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so he's gonna jerk him off? Yeah. I assume jerk that's what that, that means. Yeah. And then they both went to sleep. And then we and then we go to a shower scene. Um, that's that 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 must be terrifying for people to hear you just say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, oh I'm sorry. We're back at the uh locker room, the baseball locker room for a shower scene. Is there that a go. little better? Yeah. Is that a little better? Okay. And the, and the ape is there. Oh, no, come back. Uh, and and all of his teammates are uh, all over uh, Farmer Joey helping him clean his uniform in the shower. The bad luck off his uniform. Yeah. Because, get it, baseball players are superstitious. It's really funny. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have to ask real quick. Are you superstitious, Brandon? Uh, me? Yeah. No. You don't have any kind of superstitions whatsoever? You Not don't like really. uh, black cats little... crossing your path? or No, I've got a little bit of like weird like OCD sometimes. Like I... Uh, like when I try to, when I walk, like sometimes I try not to step on the crack of the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, step on a crack, break your mother's back or whatever. I, it's like, or I just roll my ankle and that shit hurts too. Yeah. Right? I like, I realize how ridiculous it is, but I consciously still avoid it for some reason, but I don't have like, I don't have any real like superstitions now. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one I was going to bring up that I actually kind of have where it's like, 
Well, yeah, I like to use the sidewalk like it's intended, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, baby? Got any superstitions? Yes, I kiss my hand and slam the roof when I'm running a red light in the car. Oh, that's why you do that all the time. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were just an insane person. <laughs> Only like every third light. And it's not really running red lights. It's when it's a stale yellow and I know I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, just curious, just curious. I think we're not, I guess, professional baseball players. Did it make but... any sense that he was able to throw the baseball and turn off the tap? Not really. Because that wasn't a button. It was like a faucet, and for some reason he threw it and it like... Ugh. Yeah. Fuck this movie! Well, I mean, that's that's some sort of weird physics thing. Um, imagine if you were to flip a coin and it landed on its side. Oh my fucking god. And then you were just going to put your, your fucking highball glass over it to kind of yeah. protect it to see which way it falls. Because apparently it will predict whether Coop is going to be successful or not. The f- That's a okay. scene in this movie that Jack Warden and Bill Cobbs are a part of. That Okay, yes, the is. craziest thing about that is that we keep going back to that coin to see it like <laughs> wobble. And I'm like, am I supposed to be like worried about the coin falling on the wrong side like is that an actual plot thing because that if so that is fucking bonkers yeah well since we're not going to talk about the coin anymore because it's fucking stupid when it (laughs) fell over at the end and it was like panning around to show what side it fell on i'm like please be tails please be tails please be tails (laughs) i i said i said what what is going on what is happening it was going to be tails like all scratched up and like, oh my god, he's going to be Two-Face. He just has a yeah. stroke on the field and dies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, then, and then you hear from the clouds, the fates have spoken. Christopher Lloyd comes down and carries him up. Well, that didn't go as planned. And Kevin Costner walks out of the cornfield. And, oh, wait. <laughs> and Bernie Mac comes on and he says, I am Mr. 3000. <laughs> That's from that movie, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen it. I'm assuming he says that at some point. That's exactly it. Okay. Oh, the natural. All right. Um, where was I? <laughs> I remember that part too. <laughs> oh, the natural. What was that, Paul Newman? Oh, nothing. And Brenda, I, I, I want to thank you again for coming on this episode because whenever there are a special type of movie, you seem to be on our podcast, and we really appreciate it. You mean the best kind? Yeah, and also ones where characters in the movie try out dog food for the first time, <laughs> or have conversations oh about it. Wait, you were on our or, show for that. Oh, were you not on Showgirls? Shit! <laughs> well, no, it's okay, because we, we still talked about that movie together. That's true. Ah, I was a little confused. But yeah, so like Showgirls, uh, <laughs> Matthew LeBlanc, yeah, okay. Paul LeBlanc, come on, get Paul, right. <laughs> Paul LeBlanc uh, basically gets dog food to feed Ed, because that's what you feed an ape. Well, that's yeah. when he fed his dog back home. What yeah. was his dog's name? Like Speedy. S- Speedy or Strike or... Stroke. No, too soon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, no, it would have uh... been great if his dog's name was Joey. By the way, they watch Friends <laughs> right. at one point. They do! Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's that's around this part here where, oh. uh, flipping through the channels, you see, uh, was it Marcel? And... Yeah, the yes, monkey storyline on Friends. in the shoe. Yeah. And Ed is offended by the portrayal of uh, an ape on TV. And I'm like, uh, pot, kettle, black. <laughs> right. As he's King Kong getting attacked. Oh, get him! Get him, Grandpa! I guess. I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. 
So, yeah, because he tries to give him dog food, and Ed basically makes him try it. And, of course, Joey is like, oh, that's disgusting. So, instead, he has his TV dinner, and there's a bowl of popcorn and an open box of Cap'n Crunch on the table. <laughs> but what makes no sense is that when Ed is eat- steals his TV dinner and is eating it, there's, like, a sight gag where he has, like, asparagus. And I'm like, where the fuck did he get that? Yeah, yeah well, okay, so that part, it's like, oh, that's Ace Ventura when nature calls. Okay, um, but there wasn't any asparagus or oranges on the TV dinner. Yeah. <laughs> if so, that is the weirdest fucking TV dinner ever. <laughs> Just nuke these oranges and asparagus. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what happens here? Oh, yeah, so the team isn't doing so hot because uh, Farmer Joey really sucks. Farmer Joey sucks. Or also, nobody else on the team is apparently good. Yeah, nobody else pitches. Like, like there's no for... other pitchers on the team. <laughs> Except... There's this guy who fills in for him. Oh, yeah, that douche, but... <laughs> Except know. for Jim Caviezel, who somehow gets booted from the team. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, they have the cuts or whatever, and it's like, and then, you guys and then, just got Jesus! And then that's it. You don't see him for the rest of the movie. Yeah, well, he had to go on to be a part of... Frequency? Frequency? That was like a year or two after this, I think. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. I gotta God. say... I know that I, I know this is not this is not the frequency podcast, but I I, I really like that movie. I think it's underrated. I, I was just gonna say that fucking movie made me cry, and it was the stupidest fucking concept for a movie. It's a time traveling ham radio. Everybody, but I love it. But it's a dad movie. The dad movies get you every time. And Dennis Quaid's in it, and and, and then they use the ham radio to save his mom, and 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 then Jim Caviezel. Basically was about to become a serial killer, but instead he grew pretty good. <laughs> exactly. All these reasons are why I love that movie. I know. <gasps> Coming next week, Time Traveling Ham Radio Month. It looks like we have some frequency. That's from the movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> these are all my favorite lines, guys. <laughs> As narrated by Gal Gadot. <laughs> what is... Uh, Izzy, are you Okay. <laughs> Uh, can Caster? you? I think you have her on the wrong station. Let's see. Here, let me change the uh, change it to AM. Judgment. <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, oh, they're they're losing. the The baseball team's lost a bunch of games because, frankly, they suck. And so they figure, uh, what the hell? Let's put Ed in at third base because yeah. our third baseman sucks. There's yeah. nothing in the rule book. But they have to convince the umpire that it's an okay idea first. Umpire played by star of Rocky V, Richard Gant. Wait, who does he play in Rocky V? He's the Don King ripoff guy, George Washington Jones or whatever the fuck his name was. So he did get work after that. Oh yeah, Yeah. oh he's a great character actor. He pops up all over the place. (laughs) He well, what happens is they say um, Ed's going to play in the game, and he said yes, but only in America. Boom, nailed it. Yep, he sure did. (laughs) <laughs> Only in America. He, he did mention, like, in America, and I was like, oh my god, he said it! There's there's actually a line in this movie that gets said in so many of these animal sports movies where someone's like, there's nothing in the rule book that says you can't put him in the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yeah, there's also... anything but non-homo... <laughs> homo erectus or whatever, homo and it's sapiens. like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, there's so many things that are not in a baseball rule book, though. You could make that argument for a lot. <laughs> It doesn't say time-traveling robots can't play shortstop. 
Uh, let me let me double check that book real quick. Actually, it doesn't this this might have been written by Rod Serling? It, it doesn't specifically say I can't run around the bases with a gun in my hand. <laughs> actually, that one is pretty specific. Damn it! We had many incidents, and firearms are banned from. <laughs> Why do you think they're called the Red Sox? Listen, I never loaded it. I don't know what the problem is. But you had somebody else load it. Uh, yeah, but, but that's not game. in the rule book. <laughs> that's not the rule book either. Calm down, Mr. Belichick. Fine, I'll go coach football then. And besides, it was a monkey that loaded the gun for me. <laughs> oh, shit, he found a loophole. we got to bring this up to the owner's meeting. Well, there's nothing in the rule book that says we have to bring this up. Good point. <laughs> Play ball! <laughs> and then you can have that awful cover of Take Me Out to the Ball Game that's in this movie. Take oh, me out to the ball game. Izzy, oh. that's actually a better version of it. <laughs> What? Oh, the DMX version would have been awesome. <laughs> Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. What? Uh, come on! Alright. So in Ed's <laughs> first play... Okay. <laughs> so in Ed's first play, he gets a unassisted triple play. Um, okay. Alright. <laughs> we'll go with that. Is this Monkey's where the cartoon star? money signs show up? Yeah, so, so then next is uh, Ed goes up to bat, and all he has to do is be walked for the team to win. Okay. Uh, but his strike zone's apparently the size of a quarter? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. But uh, so he gets walked, and then, yeah, the owner's son or whatever has, like, the dollar signs pop up in his eyes. <laughs> and then we get a montage of Ed being on the cover of Sports Illustrated and Muscle and Fitness and Teen Beat. I'm not yeah. joking. This is a part of this movie. Where this yeah, minor league baseball playing ape it. is on the cover of Teen Beat. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Izzy? It's, it's called Teen Beat. It's teenagers just fapping it. The monkey. <laughs> to the monkey baseball players. Yeah. That's what they're Teen like, Beat's for, right? <laughs> they're like, wow, Paul LeBlanc's monkey is hot. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. That actually reminds me, earlier today, uh, good, good friend of the podcast, Ruben, yeah. uh, he sent me a message saying... Uh, I was just going through my uh, Playboys and uh, found this uh, little article, and it was about something has to do with like the Castaway episode that just aired for Gilligan's Island as like a erotic story kind of thing with uh, Christina Hendricks. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, man, I'll, I thought I'll, you were gonna I'll, say I'll, I'll, I'll post it on Twitter, and I'm like, what do you mean you're going through your Playboy or trying to catch up on your Playboys? Because to me, that means something very different than reading the articles. <laughs> Which is exactly what he was doing. I, wait, I, I'm told. wait, Playboy has articles? Yeah. Oh, they actually got really good articles. Oh. Right, hold on a second, gentlemen. I have to go take toys away from the rats. <laughs> that's a euphemism, right? What? what? I don't want to know what that's a euphemism for. <laughs> I gotta go take toys away from the rats. Um, I'm just gonna assume that's butt stuff. <laughs> hey, everybody. You like listening to the podcast, right? Well, what if I told you that you could get paid to listen to them? Well, with this new PodCoin app, that's exactly what you get. Uh, you can listen to everything I learned from movies or any and all of your other favorite podcasts. And the whole time you're earning PodCoins that you can donate to charity or exchange for gift cards to places like Amazon and Starbucks uh, for something you'd be doing anyway. Just download PodCoin in the App Store, and as an added bonus, if you sign up with a special code STEVEIZZY, you get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. I use it for all my podcast listening now, and it's great. I'm already well on my way to Amazon gift card. Cha-ching! Uh, so yeah, download the PodCoin app. 
Use the code SteveIzzy, and you're already 300 pod coins ahead of the game and using a great podcatcher. Check it out today. So, yeah, then we get like a montage of uh, Ed playing more baseball, and he pantses a second baseman, and yeah. it shows up in the paper because apparently there's no other news going on. This must be before the 24-hour news cycle. Honey, um, a monkey pantsing a baseball player would make the news. It would make, like, the last five minutes of the news. Yeah, do you know what would make the news about it now? When they have to kill the monkey because it attacked a second baseman. <laughs> and they'd be like, Just no, save the monkey! This is how Planet of the Apes starts. It would be yeah. Haram Ed. Thank you. Dick's out for Haram Ed. It's Haram B, both of you. Dick's out for Haram Ed. You may be a marketing genius. <laughs> find, out, find the shirt next week on Redbubble at Untidy V. Okay. Can you guys uh, make that shirt, please? <laughs> <laughs> sure. We sold six. <laughs> How have we sold six in the first five minutes. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> it looks like I got ordered by an entire baseball team. <laughs> Thank you, Detroit. I don't know why Detroit. <laughs> Thank you, Santa Rosa. Dicks out for Harameds. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck Norris. You're welcome, Peter. <laughs> Oh, do you think there's any way we could possibly get Nicolas Cage to wear one of our t-shirts? Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> yes! Yes! I love Between Worlds so much. Here, Wait. take these promotional shirts and wear them literally fucking anywhere. Has anybody... Have you guys... Okay, I know we're talking about Ed, but I have to ask you. Have either of you seen the recent picture of Nicolas Cage where he's wearing, like, a fucking top hat with, like, a young child in the city? No. <laughs> what? Googling, Googling. He's walking around town with like a full tuxedo, like a top hat and cane, and this like, like I don't know, twelve year old child is walking with him. Wait, male or female? Because uh, I think either way they're going to the prom. Uh, male. Ew, questionable. <laughs> so what? Ed. It's like an Asian boy. Oh, you see it? Yeah. Wearing a USA shirt. How did you find it that quick? I just googled Nick Cage it's, top hat. It's called Google. <laughs> <laughs> I just was curious as to what you googled. That's all. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was basically uh, that it's, picture of oh, Nicolas shit. Cage and then the uh, Steven Spielberg's Lincoln. That child is his son, Kal El. Oh, oh my god! Apparently, Nicolas Cage owns a cottage in rural England, and he took his son out on the town while dressing as Willy Wonka. Is that the Fortress of Solitude? He's dressed as Willy Wonka. Yeah, that's, Willy that's the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka outfit. Every single word of what you just said is fucking insane. The worst part is, it has got to be absolutely true. Yeah. Um, pictures don't lie. That's his son yeah. with who? With uh, Who's the mother of that kid? Yeah, let's say, uh, this is, it said it was his youngest kid. Yeah, it is, so this kid's see. like... That picture. Guys, I don't even know if this is going to be in the episode. <laughs> you need to watch, you need to find this picture. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Google that shit. Okay, my favorite is there is one picture where he's talking to like a barista, <laughs> okay, and he's got so... he's got the same outfit. <laughs> okay, so so Nicholas Cage has been married four times. His okay. first marriage was to Patricia Arquette. They got divorced oh, in two thousand one. Yeah. He got married to uh, Lisa Marie Presley in two thousand two, and they were divorced by two thousand four. Okay, he then married his third wife, Alice Kim. 
2004. Okay, I think gave, we... She, she gave birth to Kal-El in 2005. <laughs> they got separated in 2016. Uh, in oh, is he March, single? He married a cocktail waitress uh, in Vegas and got an annulment four days later. Oh, oh yes, geez. I heard about that. Yeah. He lives he, a pretty normal life, though, if you right. think about it. <laughs> he totally Britney Spears that. Remember when Britney Spears married Jason Alexander for a couple days? The guy from uh, Seinfeld? Oh, no, the other Jason Alexander. I know. But when I first read that, I thought it was, I, and I was like, what the I fuck? I did, too. I was like, oh, my God, Duckman's up in the world. I literally, out loud, was like, what the fuck? And when asked for a comment, Brittany simply oh. said, he makes me laugh. Oh, shit, I didn't know this. Oh, my God. In 2011, Nicolas Cage was arrested in the French Quarter for suspicion of domestic battery. <gasps> Oh, Dwayne no. the Dog Chapman, Dog the Bounty Hunter, is the man who bailed him out. What? Wow. <laughs> Wait, domestic battery? Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, it apparently he grabbed his wife's arm, his wife's arm while being under the al- under the influence of alcohol. The charges were then dropped. <laughs> okay. So, Steve, you've domestic battered me like every time we've gone drinking because you've touched me. Yeah, because I've held you upright. <laughs> How dare you not let me live my life to its fullest? <laughs> All right, here so, you go. Ah, place pad. That's also domestic battery. 1996's but... Ed. Yeah. <laughs> not starring Nicolas Cage, unfortunately. <laughs> no, or, but... Or Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> oh, my God. Dog That would have been Ed. a great episode. <laughs> I hope Dog has to fly to New Orleans to bail out Nicolas Cage. So, so Jim Caviezel start... gets cut. Yeah, and after they start winning and they're celebrating, uh, Paul LeBlanc is too drunk, so the monkey has to fucking drive him home. Yes, and the realest that is driving the, ever. One of the stupidest fucking scenes in a very stupid movie. And I gotta say, <laughs> when that monkey uh, stuck its tongue out and was wagging it around, it reminded me of Steve. Aww. Aww. <laughs> no, no, it's the it's the low haiku sounds you made on our podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh and there's so many uh ape pee and fart jokes in this movie yeah until I, it's made for six-year-olds i wrote so down much. i wouldn't trust my wiener that close to a monkey <laughs> <laughs> i should say that sounds bad that sounds like i want to fuck the monkey yeah like, that really does i wouldn't trust a monkey that close to my wiener that doesn't really help so now we're oh, getting to the best part of this entire movie Oh, is it the line from the kid? It sure is. You you want to take this one, Brendan? <laughs> well, I don't know exactly, because I wrote it down as I heard it. Okay. She's basically like, bitch, you gay? Why would you fuck my mom? <laughs> First off, I, I mentioned this when you sent it to me. She didn't say bitch. She said, hey, Deuce, are you gay? <laughs> what? Because cause it's okay if you're gay. I, but just I'm just wondering why you haven't fucked my mom yet. Yeah, she totally said fucked her mom. No. No, uh, like, surprisingly for a 90s movie, um, he didn't do, like, a super over-the-top reaction to her asking if he was gay. I expect him to be what? like, what? Ew! What? Ew! Just let me go talk to my monkey roommate real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, she asked him if he's gay, and, and beca- because she doesn't understand any other reason why he wouldn't just start dating her mom. Yeah. Get your priorities oh, in check, and, dudes. And what, what was the analogy he gave, too? It was like... Well, well, why wouldn't you just date my mom? Like, 
Well, it's like, uh, you, you know. do your homework? Yeah, you got you do your homework early so then you can play, but or that you're prepared for a test. <laughs> so basically, and so I just want to make sure I do my homework so that I'm prepared for the test, which is asking your mom out. He so basically, so guys, guys, this was all answered in the movie The Hammer. You can't burn up all your chi before the big game. <laughs> well, I you thought blow he... your chi wad. Women weaken legs. I thought he was just saying that uh, doing his homework is like I gotta jerk off a bunch first before the yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I want to last more than <laughs> more than fourteen seconds because of my ED. What? <laughs> yeah, did you watch the beginning of the movie where it said ED next to a rooster? That's like what they do with those uh, erectile dysfunction commercials. Yeah, and then you call and then you call your doctor to brag. You know what? This fucking movie probably just took that footage from an erectile dysfunction commercial. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, uh, uh. Is everything okay with your cock? Also, that monkey is getting really handsy with that child. Oh my god, okay. Alright, alright. Yes, it's that scene, Steve. Let's let's get there. <laughs> we have to talk about the fact that she is the worst mother ever for doing this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, the oh. mother who's like, alright, date night, I'm going out with this guy. It's okay, the ape can babysit? The monkey's gonna watch my child. Yep. <sighs> A wild animal is going to watch a child. Not only that, he definitely has something wrong with his bowels. I think he's lactose intolerant because uh, he almost asphyxiates on ice cream and then just starts farting all over the place. Oh, yeah, he damn near drowns. (laughs) They have a farting contest and a burping contest just because, you know, those are the jokes we want. Well, Ed doesn't play chess. These aren't the jokes we want. These are the jokes we deserve. <laughs> Izzy, you're being really hard on us. <laughs> <laughs> hard on. Oh, by the way, we we uh, I also have the note written that like when uh, every time he's helping with the groceries, there's the baguette sticking out of the sack. You know, in case you were wondering. In case you were worried they weren't groceries, you got to have the uh, that... the obligatory baguette. What was the last time you bought a baguette, Brandon? Uh, I'm gonna look into my... Mm, let me just think. Uh, never? So you've never been to Montreal? Yes, yeah, so he's uh, french I've maybe. lived there. I lived there for seven years. And, and I... You, ne- you I, never bought a baguette once? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in the place where you would buy a baguette, and I didn't buy a baguette. Well, I don't know if that's the place. There is one other place on the planet you would also buy baguettes. No, just that San place. San Francisco, because our San Francisco is the best. Because... Our sourdough's the best. Oh, to, be fair, Izzy, <laughs> to, to be fair, Izzy, um, I wasn't making a lot of purchases when I was seven years old. So. <laughs> oh, he grew up poor. Aww. What? <laughs> no, I just mean me. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have Wait. playing around, buddy. <laughs> you, you didn't you didn't have a job at five? Uh, well, I can't talk about that. Elitist. Anyway. <laughs> That's off the books. That's off the books. I made lizards out of strings and beads and sold them to people at farmer's markets when I was five. See? See? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, hippies. What can I say? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so I wrote down for this these scenes between the child and Ed, I just wrote down in all capital letters because I was like, I don't know what's going on. But I wrote down never-ending popcorn, ice cream <laughs> facials, and putting on grandma's sexy outfits. I'm sorry, it's called Ice Cream Bukkake? Oh, that made it worse! <laughs> why does, Wait, look it why up does on YouTube. Have... <laughs> oh, why does... Jesus! 
Why do they monkey. have grandma's sexy outfits? Why? Because you got because it's the nineties. You have to have a dress up montage. It happens. No, but I just mean, all the time. I mean, in the sense of the movie, why are they there? Hey, if they did it in Dunstan checks in, they got to do it in Ed. Did they do it in Dunstan checks in? Oh, they did. Oh yeah. That made that checks out. Boom. Ah! <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Farmer Joey and single mom are uh, on a carnival date. Yeah, um, that's where you take a sexy lady is to the carnival. And, and I love how she has the line where it's like, I guess I'm just a little overprotective. It's like, no, you left your child alone with a goddamn ape. She was going to use, what was that thing that was, it was at the, it was like sticking up like a sign and it started with a P and it had like some sort of receiver on it. Oh, the P-hone. The P-hone. Yeah. But it said it cost 25 cents to operate. Was that like a game? Yeah, it was kind of like it's, the uh, Zoltan yeah. machine. Okay. And it's basically is he, like, is my kid going to live? And then you hear a voice that says, seven days. It's kind of like uh, Snake. You know like that Snake game you can get on your uh, on your cellular oh, yeah. telephone? I, I've, I've got that app. Yeah, it, it's it's like that, but like, you know, like an arcade. Nailed it. All right. Boom. So she, yeah, so she doesn't want to use the P-Hone to see if her child is still alive at home in the uh, apartment with a wild goddamn animal. Right, because Paul LeBlanc is like, you're overthinking it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's get back to this movie. We've got to wrap and it up in like 82 minutes. They cause a fucking nuclear meltdown, basically. That place is destroyed. <laughs> that is wor- that look. It looked worse than like... Those like, oh, I had like anxiety just from looking at it because it's like when you watch an episode of Hoarders, just like, ugh. Meanwhile, mom and uh, Farmer Joey are slow dancing outside of the carnival, you know, Kissing. while wh- while a giant stuffed ape watches. <laughs> yeah, that was. I guess that's yeah. his thing now. They're gonna fuck in front of that monkey plush <laughs> or use it. <laughs> oh, but they're the young. I wanna be. Oh, sorry, guys. I was setting the mood. <laughs> uh, so then they drive home. Uh-oh. We better clean up this place before they walk in the door. Cue that yakety yak. <laughs> it literally is yakety yak. Yeah, but it's like it's funny because most movies, like even though like most of these are... Most of the ones that do this are kind of terrible, but most movies use like a variation of that just to try yeah. not to be like as cliche as possible. This one's just like, nah, just fucking use the the one. Yeah, yeah we, we we got fifty grand to burn. Let's throw it on this. Uh, okay. I'm I am terrified. By the way, when you tell me what the budget of this movie is, <laughs> we'll see if it's in fun facts. No. Okay. Uh, so then the the next day at the baseball game, Ed is signing autographs. I assume with his own feces. He also we has get... a porn magazine in his locker. Yeah, that was weird as fuck. <laughs> uh, it might have been then... a National Geographic, I'm not sure. And, and then I have written down, Nutty Nanners. Oh, he's like, yeah. you want a bite of my Nutty Nanner? Yeah. <laughs> like, pass, bro. Oh, it's a banana dipped in chocolate covered in nuts. Double pass. Oh, I would eat it. I, I'm sure you would. I'm allergic, so. Oh. And, Be a man, uh, Steve. And so, at the next game, Deuce yeah. is actually a decent pitcher. What? It's almost like his anxiety pet is helping him. Yeah. Or he just needed a good nut. Yeah. It's a good nutty nanner. Boom! He d- nutted, nuttied inside of her nanners. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say he nuttied inside of his nanner. And I'm like, like his nana? <laughs> 
Kern Anners. He said, you remind me of my mom. <laughs> you want a Pull nutty a in this? You want a nutty in my nanner? <laughs> also, we skipped the part, guys. We skipped the part where the monkey farts and wakes both of them up. Uh, yeah, we we did that one on purpose. Oh, okay, no, I was gonna... <laughs> say that was. I should have counted that, how many fart jokes there were. Yeah, that that hit too close to home. Oh, and then peeing together in the same, in the the toilet. Oh yeah, peeing side by side. That was well. That's why weird. I said I don't want my wiener that close to a monkey. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, don't let don't never ever cross the beam, Steve. Yeah, yeah, eyes on your own work, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, this movie is getting close, so I have to involve some sort of conflict. Um, Ed gets ape-napped and thrown in a cage and taken away. And everybody's like, what's happening? We sold him. As his owner and as the manager and owner of this team, I sold him to another team. What? You can't do that. No, I totally can't. I made a bunch of money. Ed is not an animal. He is a ball player. Uh, mm. yeah, ball players get traded, so... He's a ball player! And, and a babysitter! An and my best friend! And sometimes we sleep together! And I should really stop talking because the cops are putting me in the back! Ah! We peed together! He's we cross swords! He's the best roommate I've had since Chandler Bing! <laughs> is that a wrestling reference? No, Chandler is his roommate on Friends. <laughs> yeah, wrestling? Yeah, the, the Friends, fucker. we get it. Ah, get out of here, you fucking man, motherfucker. Alright, so with this happening and the ape getting traded off or sold or whatever, they do the only thing they can, which is continue being paid baseball players and have a perfectly natural relationship. He goes uh, to her cafe. Oh, what was that? He uh, he goes to uh, Lydia's cafe. That's right, yeah, yeah, go to the cafe. Yeah, that Lee's is, got a you know, carb load before the big game. Yeah, that is you know. inexplicably only closed on Mondays. <laughs> That's a slow day. That, that happens at restaurants. I just thought that was funny that that was the one day it was like, open, blah, blah, to whatever, except Mondays. <laughs> closed Mondays, because I gotta watch my stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's DVR day for mama. <laughs> <laughs> nope, they didn't said decide. We got it. Or yeah, she fucking yeah, yeah, she has the idea. Mind over. She's like, why don't you just go get him back? And it's like, because the owner of the animal, my boss, sold him to someone else. Oh, I'm supposed to go steal someone else's pet? Yeah, you wouldn't even. How can I expect you to take care of us if you can't even take care of him? She Be- makes a crazy comparison. She's like, what if my daughter was kidnapped? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, if your daughter's an ape and you sold her, I mean, I would respect your decision to do such a thing. Yeah, I was like, that is not the same thing. <laughs> totally the same thing. And so, guys, this movie just transformed from an animal sports movie to a heist flick. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Uh, so, Joey goes to, I don't know, uh, another warehouse or... No, it was like another stadium, wasn't it's it? It's like a circus, isn't it? No, what yeah, it's, it's the... Oh, it's that's the, right, yeah, because he's dressed team. up like a clown, yeah. Is it a circus or was it a fellow team? Uh, I think it was like a... I, I don't know. No, yeah. no, it was a fellow team because he knew the guard there. Oh, that's right. He was right. at the same circus where Dumbo was at. 
No, yeah, no, no, no. It was another. It was. It was a. It was a competing team. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, it's Joey from Friends." Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, sure thing, man. Yeah, I forgot my mitt inside. Can I go get it? Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, I'm just gonna assume that's a euphemism for something. Go on in. Guys, there should have been a scene like that, because in the world of this movie, there exists a man who is Matt LeBlanc, who looks exactly like this oh, character. I-, I was totally waiting for the, hey, aren't you? No, 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 I get it all the time. Yeah. I aren't you wish the guy they had who- done that. That's one of my favorite gags when an actor plays a doppelganger of themselves. Yeah, especially in a too. heist movie, like oh. Ocean's 12. I, oh, that's actually a great bit in that I movie. I like that one. And we, we, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about why we can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right that's right yeah because they hint at it throughout the whole movie and then they're like yeah they're like don't mention the thing don't mention the thing to her and then yeah that twist is pretty good yeah. i i enjoyed it but i enjoyed that movie many people don't and they can eat a bag of dicks it's all right it's not i, I like the first one better but i definitely enjoy the second one yeah i even like the third one there, i've never seen I it, said it. <gasps> al pacino's it. in it and andy garcia al pacino basically well, plays donald trump steve where does he fuck? Everywhere! <laughs> I said it! <laughs> there, he, uh, Joey saves Ed, right? He knocks out the guys. Or he well, knocks out one of them. Yeah, but it's questionable. My question, yeah, my question is this, though. Ed can If Ed can bend the bars, why is yes. he only escaping now? I have that written down as well. Okay. And I... I in, Playing devil's advocate, because that's one of my favorite games. Everywhere! Exactly. Oh, sorry. Ooh, baby! Um, <laughs> what I'm thinking was, it's Where like when a mother can, like, lift a car to save her child. When Joey's in trouble, Ed goes full <laughs> ape mode and, like, just bends those bars. And then runs over and rips off that guy's genitals and swallows them and gains his power. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And then also rips off his face and his hands, because that's they how have, he's attacked. Well, they yeah. have a sacred bond. They've seen each other's dicks. <laughs> yeah. They crossed swords. Would you guys <laughs> rescue somebody whose dick you already saw? I would definitely rescue Steve. Yeah. Right? right. Wait. Ah, uh, back up, back up, back up. Beep, no, beep, no, beep, Brandon, beep. it's 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 time they found out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, um... Oh, okay, boy. so Ed runs out and Joey's like behind him, but he's like kind of running from the guards or something too and like loses him. Mm. And then we see a truck driving off and I'm like, holy shit, Ed just jacked a goddamn truck. It's a Nutty Nanners was... truck. Yeah. I thought that's what happened too. I thought he was driving it. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, but then they show in the back of the truck where it's full, you know, it's like a refrigerated truck with uh, all the Nutty Nanners in there and he's just going to fucking town. Yeah, but, that ape's and... going to shit himself. Right after Eventually, he freezes to death, he gets yeah, and he looks like goddamn ET at the end of that movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and then right around this point, uh, Joey's team, the Rockets, are about to play the big championship game. But of course, he had to go commit a felony and try to steal an eight back or something. Yeah. Um. So he's not there, and they're like, "This is where we get the great line from Jack Warden: Well, knock me over with a cheesy goat fart." But <laughs> but it is doesn't. This bef- oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, but but this saying has nothing to do with anything. No, it doesn't. Because oh, okay, I guess. Oh, he he could have replaced it with. Well, I guess Joey isn't gonna be here. Oh well. <laughs> or like, 
This situation is bananas. <laughs> B A N A N A S. This situation is bananas. Wait, we A-N-A-N-A-S. are not going to skip the fact that Ed was taken to a real hospital, are we? Okay. Yeah. No, no, we would never skip that fact. Okay. So Ed is taken to a real hospital. A because, real hospital. Well, he is a professional hospital. baseball player. It's probably sure. part of their uh, health coverage. I'm sure there's an animal hospital that would be better suited. <laughs> <laughs> this Armenian woman is frozen stiff. <laughs> Sir, you should really take this monkey to an animal hospital. Excuse you? That is my wife you're talking about. <laughs> she just has a lot of hair. <laughs> Look, some girls like to go all natural, all right? She's got ear dysplasia or whatever it was called. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but back at the uh, the baseball game, we're introduced to uh, Tommy Lasorda cameo, um, oh, and I guess the owner of the team is played by Greg's dad from Greg and Dharma, which I was a fan of. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you? <laughs> I just laughed that you called it Greg and Dharma. <laughs> or Dharma and Greg, whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just it's just a funny choice. Own it, Steve. <laughs> I will. Okay. All right. So Greg and Dharma's father-in-law, father. I don't know. Um, Greg Senior. Joey decides. After gentle nudging from literally everybody who has anything to say about anything, uh, you should go play baseball. And he's like, okay, make sure Ed doesn't die. Thanks, bro. I'm going to go play some ball. No, they leave the kid with him. Yeah. Oh, well, he needs a ride. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Not only Oh, oh, that's right, because she makes the, oh my God, the deal with Satan. I mean. Because they're like, not only are we leaving you with an ape babysitter again, a bape B-sitter, thank you. But this time, <laughs> the ape is unconscious. Yeah. Yeah, so now they have a baby ape-sitter. Huh. <sighs> Joey gets back to the game, starts throwing 125-mile-an-hour fastballs again, which, again, yeah. BS. <sighs> but then the little girl decides, hey, I'm going to save the day. I'm going to make a pact with Satan to make sure Ed's okay and bring him yeah. back. So Wait, that, what? Uh, well, you know, she she starts praying and... Calls in a favor. Uh, Did she's she say like, Satan? No, no, she oh, okay. doesn't. But I, I was like, holy shit, did I miss that? But, but uh, from what I understand, he's the one that actually answers those calls. It's like, <laughs> sure, I can bring your ape friend back <gasps> for Satan. a price. Welcome to the podcast. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Al Pacino? <laughs> Hello, little girl, why are you so sad? <laughs> what, Nicolas Cage? <laughs> Scare the little girl. God, has Nicolas Cage ever played the devil? Because he should. I don't know. Coming next week. I mean, he was the ghostwriter. Yeah, pretty close. Cat, <laughs> uh, <laughs> calm down. Okay, bye. Right. Do a Seth Rogen laugh and she starts running. <laughs> Nick Cage, devil, you get drive angry and ghostwriter. They're he's, basically the same movie. He's, he's more of a hell spawn in those it's movies. It's true. But... He gets chased by the devil, I think, in those movies at some point. Yeah, he's Peter pretty Fonda devilish. Is the devil he's, in one of them. he's pretty devilish in uh, Mandy. Hey. Yeah, towards the end. Yeah. That yeah, movie is vengeance. fucked he's, up. He's more an avenging angel. All right, so Nick Cage cashes in uh, Little Girl's Favor and brings Ed <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> and then, and then they can make it to the game to watch the end of it. Ed uh, sticks a fucking needle in a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doctor's dead now, guys. Yes, he is because yeah. he just got hit with ape, ape tranquilizers. Yeah, we never got a follow up. That doctor's totes dead. But yeah, Deuce runs over. I don't know, calls a TV timeout or something. Runs over yeah. and kisses the mom. And it's written very... down. What's the mom's name? 
<laughs> Lydia. Well, I, I, do they say it in the movie? Or, they do. I know, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah sort of? She, I don't know. No, I think what happened, Steve, is I think they said it in, like, the first, the only the first scene where you meet her, and I probably just wrote it down. All right, Ouch. so so they say Ed Sullivan, like, 15 times, but they only say Lydia once? Oh, guys, yeah. did we mention Ed's last name is Sullivan? Because that's I think, fairly important? I think we touched on that. I think we did? Oh, okay. So long ago. Also, why was there, like, a platform there perfectly situated for him to use to kiss her? Uh, I, I think you know the answer for that. perfectly situated for him to kiss her. Yeah. Is he? I don't like how you just regurgitate what I just said. I'm simply using my logic, because I have a crystal brain. <laughs> so, were you in that Indiana Jones movie? No, that was the Crystal Skull. Easily confused, but not the same. <laughs> well, I would think a Crystal Skull would have a crystal brain. No, oh, no, 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 no. The crystal skull is to protect the brain inside. It doesn't necessarily need to be made out of crystal. That would actually, like, that'd probably be worse. Like, the two crystals hitting each other, bouncing around yeah, and I stuff. Don't, I don't think their vibrations would be, like, would, like, really vibe together, man. All right, so we're at the final at bat of the baseball game. Yeah! It's the uh, final game! Paul going to win the game! That's right. Yeah, Paul LeBlanc. He basically uh, get ready to pitch against like the best hitter in the league. The and guy so- who's been been hitting every ball he's throwing at him. This guy loves to hit Paul's balls. That's right, balls oh, from balls. every angle. He just knocks them out of the park. Flap, 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 flap. And so Paul LeBlanc pitches. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, Farmer Joey, and the guy hits it. Home run! The Rockets lose! Everybody goes home sad because this is one of those movies. Or the exact opposite, and he strikes him out. No! Yeah! Izzy is having an emotional breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm aiming for. It's a roller coaster, guys. Yeah. Joey Joey strikes him out, and then you hear Tommy Lasorda from the stand saying, I want that guy in L.A. tomorrow. Pay him whatever he wants. Collect your paycheck, Mr. Lasorda. Collect your paycheck. (laughs) Yeah. How much do you think he got paid for that cameo? Oh, 20 grand? (laughs) 20 grand? He he, he probably lives like down the street or something. Yeah. I was going to say in 96, I don't think Tommy Lasorda was active, right? Oh, he owned the stadium they shot at? (laughs) (laughs) 20 grand a minute that you want to film there. What? Mr. Lasorda? You heard me. (laughs) You heard me. Well, then also he's like, I want that guy in LA. Uh, Sir, you don't manage a baseball team anymore. I know, I make snuff films. (laughs) (laughs) What? Jack Warren knows what I'm talking about. It's true, he does. Well, I own all of them. Luckily, it ends very happy, guys, because Lydia and the kid and the guy from Episodes and the monkey all live happily ever after. Well, because the coin landed, finally fell over and was on heads. I oh, straight up didn't give a fuck about that part. Most disturbing yes. part of this entire movie. There is one more very disturbing part of this the movie. The most disturbing part in this. I made Steve rewind it because it was so disturbing. That's so we have do. a close up of uh, of Farmer Joey and Lydia kissing in his car. <laughs> oh yeah! And as we pull back and as they break their kiss. The child gets up, much like a hooker would after giving a blowjob. Right in between them. Between them, holding a nutty nanner, and goes, Did you think I wouldn't see that? 
then Je- then Farmer Joey chucks the nutty nanner behind him oh, yeah. out and out the, window, right out the window, and our <laughs> ape catches it because he's sitting in a swing in the trailer behind the like 1940s pickup. The movie ends with incest. Yes. Yeah. Ladies and I gentlemen, have... Ed. I mean Ed. Can I ask you a question, real quick? No. Did you guys think for the first little while that this was like a period piece? Oh, that yeah. Well, because he's got like the '40s truck. You thought it was going to be like a or like a. Bever- I think it's supposed to be like a Beverly Hillbilly sort of thing. Yeah, I really thought it was like well, the, and they didn't really explore that aspect really at all. At but, all, yeah. I was I was waiting for that to be the first twenty minutes of the movie. Like, but I thought oh, it man, was I'm like about making his team. Yeah, I thought it was like uh, I thought it was supposed to be taking place at first in like the '30s or something. Yeah, I could get that because we're yeah. just kind of like on the farm. He's got the old truck. He's got his just like John Deere hat on. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's the only flaw. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise... yeah. I agree. All right, so oh, are you about to ask if we recommend movie. this movie, Steve? <laughs> you know what? I would not, but uh, that's because I... there are just far better sports movies out there like basketball or you know what i would recommend eddie over ed yeah they're both pretty horrible but at least that one's got real players i think theodore rex has a more convincing animal that's true (laughs) Izzy, are you gonna recommend this one you know what there is a select few people out there who enjoy lactose intolerant apes and nutty nanner jokes they're on red tube For that small group who watches banana porn and enjoys uh, mother-daughter incest, yes, you can enjoy this movie. For everyone else, please steer clear. Shout out to Home Video Hustle. (laughs) And uh, I will say, uh, fuck this movie in its face. So you're also on board the banana porn mother-daughter incest train. I get it. Yeah, don't ever search mother-daughter banana porn incest train on RedTube. That sounds like a mistake. That sounds like your laptop might explode. Like, that de- ah, too much video. No, that definitely puts you on a list, though. 1,000%. Alright, we're going to take a quick commercial break on that note. <laughs> but when we come back, we have more beer. What? Fun facts. <gasps> and what we learned from E.D. Ed! Ed! Ed, the extra terrestrial. <laughs> the extra terrestrial. <laughs> this is Eric Vai, and you are listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan, and Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad-to-questionable movie and unpack it, so you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop? No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. 
Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Hemecast. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.poppin.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the defenders. Yeah. But I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve. Brendan, do you have something to say about that? <gasps> Can I say it? Only okay. if you mean it. I would mean it. Those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh my God, is it? Babe, I'm far too sober. Correct this. <laughs> Jesus, wow. you put all this pressure on me. I don't know if I can handle it. I like when you take control like that, Steve. Right? <laughs> mm, he's such a strong, forceful man. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> so we have from East Brothers Brewing in Richmond, California, a red IPA. Let's see if I can read this because this is dark red on navy blue. <laughs> Excellent color choice. Right. An easygoing American IPA with a distinctive malt balance. America. A ton of peach and stone fruit hop characteristic. Eventually, your ship comes in. East East Brothers Brewing was founded by two friends, Rob and Chris, after decades of seeing the brewery take shape in their minds. They brewed countless beers in their day and always found themselves returning... As inevitable as the tide to classic styles executed with precision. Fun I think fact. this might be the most pretentious beer we've ever pretentious. Oh, I don't know. We've had some really pretentious beers. <laughs> in our younger and more formative years, I remember recalling saying to my brother, <laughs> <laughs> Your ship will come in. <laughs> with On that note, I'm going to pop my top. <gasps> oh, my top. She said it. Oh, and this is a nice tall boy can, so I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. You like a good tall boy, is he? Yeah, I do. Fun Steve, fact, that's you. I sleep with my co host, guys. <gasps> <gasps> so does Brendan. Fun <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to say, fun fact, me too. Yeah, hashtag but, me too. But with your co host, is he, not mine? It. Damn oh. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's totally what we meant, too. Hmm. Shout out to Nathan. I was up. I, I'm confused as to who's fucking who. <laughs> I need, Steve, where I need, we fuck? <laughs> I need a chart. Steve, <laughs> you heard the lady answer the question. <laughs> What's going on? I just almost killed my husband. I just about drowned. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm confused who's fucking who. 
<laughs> well, I want to know. We'll find out on Patreon. Man. <laughs> That's a Patreon. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> find out who's fucking who. Spoiler alert. It's everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So yeah, uh, so yeah nice... East Brother Red IPA. Yes, yeah, it's a nice red IPA with an off-white foamy head. Mm, yeah, definitely lots and lots of uh, hop character on this. Very piney, a little yeah. bit earthy. Do you get some maltiness on it? Almost a little graininess? Yeah, definitely don't get any of that uh, peach and citrus bullshit I was talking about on the side of the can. But yeah, nice little piney. Yeah, it's yeah. got a good malty backbone. Yeah. It's like little roasted malts. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Very, we uh, highly recommend it. Very smooth. Get some East Brothers. Brandon, do you have a beverage? I do, but you guys know what it is and you hate me when I say it. Is it a Corona? No, it's the King of Beers. Oh, you're an in, you're you're supporting InBev, the global giant. InBev for life. <laughs> guys, I don't know anything about that. I just knows what I like and I likes what I knows. Craft beer's expensive. Sure is. But worth it. Izzy, I don't know if you're enjoying a delicious meal or... Mm. That's not the noise she makes when she's eating. I, that would be <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> that would be horrifying. How's that taco? Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I really like them french fried potatoes. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> You coming over my house later? Mm-hmm. Steve, I come for the meat. <laughs> I done murdered that guy. Didn't do it on purpose. I didn't. Mm-hmm. But he was delicious. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have done that. You're just a boy. Is this is this a prequel to when I played Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoiler alert: I think he dies in Sling Blade. <laughs> <laughs> He's reincarnated as Santa Claus. We've seen Santa Slay. Oh, I, th- I was talking about Bad Santa. It's not Billy Bob Goldberg that's uh, the star of Santa <laughs> Bill. Oh, I was going to do it the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Thornton and Billy Bob Goldberg. <laughs> Bill Bob Thornton and Billy Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob Baggins. and Oh, damn it, I did it again. Lord of the Rings? What the yeah. fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Rings. It's a wrestling reference. Billy Bob Thornton played. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton played Gandalf in that, right? Hey, gentlemen, I believe we were talking about our fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Ah! <laughs> Hold on. Ruby, Ruby Rod? <laughs> God is a monkey, and he gives out plushies to those who are kind and good-hearted and have good podcasts. I would love you to talk to a very devout Christian and be like, God is a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Did that he evolve a monkey, from a monkey? Me no, wrong. he's just a monkey. <laughs> or my favorite is when you say, like, you know, considering where Jesus was born, he probably wasn't white. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Rubble, are rubble, are rubble, you telling rubble, me rubble. that the Jewish gentleman from the Middle East might not have been, like, super blonde? Izzy, I'm sorry. Uh, fun facts. Fun facts. Anybody want to guess what the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie was? I know, so I shouldn't guess. I feel like it's somewhere it, it's either gonna be like a two or i'm gonna be super angry and it's like 98 percent for some <laughs> god-awful reason well babe we should have talked about this movie in march because it is a zero percent <gasps> on rotten tomatoes goose egg how many reviews right. for the zero by the way oh i don't know more than three okay 
I actually don't know the audience one. So any guesses? Uh, Izzy, you go first. The audience score thirty-five. I'm gonna say like fifteen. Twenty-two, right in the middle. Ooh. So even people this movie was made for did not care for it. Way too high. <laughs> Way too high. This is the one that's not really fun, just more kind of disturbing. Oh, no. $24 million budget. <gasps> no, what? $24 million to what make What are you movie. talking about? Any what guesses? the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that is not a CGI monkey. No. No, that is this Matt one had LeBlanc. health insurance. Oh. What did Matt LeBlanc get? Twenty three million of it. Uh, I think we all know it was Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel, <laughs> he got a sandwich, and you know it. Yeah. <laughs> Any guesses what the gross was? How much? Oh God, one point two million, babe. Higher or lower? Mm, let's go higher. Why not? Yep, six point three. Holy Fuck shit. you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you for making this happen anyway <laughs> <laughs> fuck you for making this not profitable but the fact that it even made any money <laughs> fuck everyone <laughs> everyone who went to see ed in theaters for shame hey they they know their shame they, they've been through enough brandon <sighs> this was in imdb so it might not be true but apparently matthew perry was their first choice uh for the lead role <laughs> And he passed, so uh, his buddy Matt LeBlanc <laughs> stepped in. I believe that... it was officially passed. Pass, pass, pass. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Fucking monkey, that get out of here. I believe 100%. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, say what you will about Matthew Perry, one of his movies that he did outside of Friends, yes, he's done shitty movies, but one of his that he did was The Whole Nine Yards, and I don't think Matt LeBlanc ever did a movie even rem- remotely close to that in terms of quality. Lost in Space. Nope. Oh, Wrong again. <laughs> I think that's the only one. Oh, and also, what's that fucking movie Fools Rush In that he was in too? <laughs> oh, Matthew Perry was in that one. Yeah, yeah. great movie. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I don't oh, care what anyone says, I like it. Fools Rush In. So Ed the Chimp is actually want to quote, fuck now. just a guy in a suit, according to Matt LeBlanc. What? You know. He was also super confused when he got on set and there wasn't a real ape. <laughs> yeah, right. <gasps> really? <laughs> what? Uh, and, and apparently, <laughs> and apparently, uh, the guy in the suit uh, also had a mechanically controlled head, but that head made so much noise that all the dialogue in the scenes that included the quote-unquote chimp had to be redubbed in post-product. <laughs> Uh, this this was not a fun set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> it's real monkey. He kind of like how what I thought before I watched this movie. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not going to be performing with a real ape? Why Damn did it. I even sign up to do this movie? I guarantee uh, you, monkey just saw... made a pass on my wife. <laughs> I guarantee you, he saw every which way but loose and thought he had a gold mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. He thought this was his any which way but loose. He's like, oh, if a guy who can fight on a construction site can make a shit ton of monkey with a, 
money with a monkey. Why can't I do it as a professional baseball player? Yeah, because I listened to that episode of your uh, of yours just recently, and I believe you said that movie make, made approximately seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, if, just yeah. for inflation or something. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. Gross, it's one of the top grossing films of all time. <laughs> yep, and not and Ed was not. Any which way but loose was the Avengers of its time. Any which way but loose is goddamn Avengers compared to this. <laughs> True, true. This is uh, like the 1998 Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one where Sean Connery had everybody show up in giant fucking teddy bear outfits yeah. for no reason. And so how good. he made clones. So good. Oh, <laughs> uh, the weather gets me hot. Why do I have a picture of Uma Thurman above my piano? Who fucking knows? Your mother, that's why. Uh, you guys wouldn't have her picture above your piano? Not above my piano, baby. Hey, Sean Connery gets to, to gets to thap it wherever Sean Connery wants to thap it. Well, Brandon, thank you for joining us. Really sorry that uh, Nathan couldn't join us as well, but your other co-host apparently didn't care for this month much, April? It, yeah. I think he got it's... a little uh, drunk or something, and he left us some voicemails. Um, do, do, do you want to hear him? Uh... Yeah, well, he, so he left a voicemail about Ed. I just want to say um, Nathan right now is in uh, is exploring the world of Disney. So uh, let me know. Uh, you know, have fun. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say enjoy Disney World, Nathan. That's the most uh, genuine I've ever been. But yeah, I would like to hear Montrose uh, talk about Ed. All right. Well, uh, let me pull my phone out here. Get the okay. voicemail. All right. Here we go. Oh my God. It just keeps getting worse, doesn't it? Ed? Really? A movie where a baseball-playing chimpanzee befriends his team's chimpanzee mascot. You see what I did there? Yes. I don't know what's more insulting about this movie. The fact that the movie is called Ed, uh, the chimpanzee, by the way, but it's clearly a vehicle for one Matt LeBlanc, who is uh, a, a pitcher of some sort uh, in the baseball leagues. Uh, or that... The titular ape is portrayed as being dumb enough to be caught in a freezer truck because it's filled with bananas. Just awful, awful stereotyping. You know what IMDb says in the more like this category in regards to this film? What it has listed there? Theodore Rex. That's right. The the, the anthropomorphic uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex detective movie with Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) A movie that seems like Casablanca in comparison to this dumpster fire of a production. Don't even get me started about the god-awful animatronic chimp that was used. That was the real kick in the coconuts, if you ask me. You know, there's a delightful craft beer in my neck of the woods called Simeon Jones, and I don't think there's even enough of that to help expunge this movie from my memory. You two aren't winning me over here! And I do want you to know that I am judging you because of it. Thank you. More later. Well, that was wonderful. Wow. Uh, what yeah. a what a what a glowing review. Yeah, uh, he didn't care for Ed. Uh, I got some other voicemails from like the other movies, but uh... also I'm gonna go ahead and say this: it's Paula Blanc, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Montrose. Hey, get your shit together, <laughs> and then throw it at us because apparently that's. Uh... <laughs> Well, let's see, Steve. 
Maybe he, like, Dunstan checks in more. Hello. It's your good friend Montrose Monkington III here. However, I don't know if I'm willing to say that too loudly. Really? Dunstan checks in. (sighs) Just when I thought everything was going well with your films, you fling this handful of cinematic feces at me. Ooh, hilarious hijinks from an enslaved orangutan grieving for his lost brother. Really light and uplifting. Also, the trite and cliched, a secret critic is coming premise, fueling the comedy of errors, is just so exhausting to watch at this point. I mean, what is really bizarre, though, is that several critics liked, nay, loved this movie. Someone called it a delightful and funny family film of exceptional high style. Well, say this, someone was exceptionally high, that's for sure. Another one described it as gut-wrenchingly funny. They got the gut-wrenching part right, that's for sure. (sighs) Even the inclusion of Faye Dunaway could not save this debacle. I I, I do have an interesting tidbit, because the tidbit that's interesting is as an interesting tidbit. The movie is so terrible that it took over two years from its theatrical release date until its video release date. I'm guessing that the producers were hoping that enough time would have passed so that people would forget how truly dreadful this movie is and pay hard-earned money to own a VHS copy of it so they could have it forever and then immediately regret their purchase. (laughs) This is the sort of stumbling that I was expecting from you two beer-swilling ne'er-do-wells. All I can say is, be better. I shall take my leave of you now. Thank you. More later. Well, you get it personal Jesus. there at the end, buddy. Jesus. Is Montrose Jr. around to kind of retort, or? Steve, I told you to keep that goddamn monkey out of my house. And I've totally kept him out of the house. He definitely shouldn't be paying attention to anything going on in this room. That monkey is living in the fucking bathroom again. I... No? You're going to live in the bathroom with him. You guys are going to share the bathtub. Oh, that's okay. I mean, Steve, get your wiener you. away from that monkey! <laughs> is that my son on the on your telephone again? Oh, is it oh, your no. son who's leaving me drunken voicemails? Ew. What, uh, what has he been saying? I don't know. It, it, I don't know. This was like 2 a.m.? Oh, is it booty call? Hello, Steven. Hello, Izzy. So I see you've watched Greystoke, Colin, The Legend of Tarzan, comma, Lord of the Apes. Awful. (laughs) Well, that title anyways. I mean, he's no lord of mine. Any man who spends that much time in a loincloth and can't speak the Queen's English? Oh, thank you. I will say it was delightful to see Andy McDowell. She's so, so pretty. Oh, my goodness. And, um, it was also uh, quite intriguing to see... Christopher Lambert playing yet another Scotsman. Last I checked, the French and Scottish accent were not that close together. <laughs> uh, but I digress. Um, as an ape who was adopted by the British, all I can do is shake my head. I'd much rather have tea and biscuits than live in a treehouse and be filthy all the time. I mean, they bring him back to England and he somehow rejects it. I don't, I don't see it. I don't. I I did enjoy, however, when Tarzan freed his father, uh, but was rather emotionally destroyed when Silverbeard, his his father, was killed. 
This is where Tarzan and I would have taken very different paths, you see. He was nobility. Why wouldn't he abuse his power to exact revenge, not only on the ones who killed his, his adoptive father, but also the, the patrons of that natural history museum? Bastards. Eh, missed opportunity, if you ask me. I, I will say this. Uh, it was a step up from uh, Mistress of the Apes, uh, despite <laughs> its lack of a super funky theme song. Mm, was jiving to that uh, for days. Right. Mistress of the Apes. I, I, I digress. Um, I, I will say, heading in the right direction, Stephen and Isabel, <laughs> very good. Uh, I look forward uh, to, to seeing uh, what else you have up your sleeves. Thank you. More later. He even answers voicemails that way. That's He does know my name's not Isabel, right? I doubt it. Goddamn monkeys. Yeah, he never was good with names. Yeah, right. Oh, I, you're supposed to be hiding. Why are Ex- you in... Why is this monkey in my house, Steve? The jig is up, Steve. Uh, son of a bitch. Excuse me, gentlemen. Maybe, maybe I can be of assistance. Gal Gadot? Yes, it is I, Gal Gadot. The wondrous of women. By the way, happy 420, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. I will celebrate 420 and take my lead of you, rocket ship. <laughs> Wait, she, flew- she just flew away. She just took a rocket ship. Uh, oh, duh, oh but an, it was it's one of them invisible rocket ships. She has an invisible ships. plane, you guys. Come That's on. Right. Uh, maybe it was invisible, but I certainly heard it. it looked like she was well, si- yeah. sitting on the pot, and then all of a sudden she just flew off. <laughs> it's like she farted into space. Guys, well, she also has earrings that lets her hear the thoughts of impure men, so why would that be a you two and that monkey are all fucked. Can I just say yes. that uh, Gal Gadot, even when farting her way into space, still pretty hot. Right? Right? Yeah. I mean, I'd bang her. I know. <laughs> what do you mean, I... I'd? What do you mean, I'd? <laughs> you mean, <laughs> I've. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what happened, Izzy. I mean, Lumberg fucked her. <laughs> Lumberg? Steve, I got more voicemails here on my phone. Oh, guys, is he still calling? It's all from the same number, some Canadian number. Ugh. It ain't me. The, like, He's sorry. an ape Canadian! He's the Canadian of the apes! <laughs> sorry, for I got that <laughs> We call them simians here, and it's for screen and country, my friend. <laughs> for ape and country. Alright, let's listen to this voicemail. Hello! It's your good friend oh, Montrose Mugent in oh, the God third here. Steven, is he? Uh, is calling you put a time limit on these from Canada. Uh, it was delightful <laughs> to see that you had watched Probably every which way but loose. You know, when you started this whole thing with Mistress of the Apes, I, I thought this was going to be a total debacle from beginning to end. Now, looking like you've just simply stumbled out of the starting gate. And that is not unexpected uh, with beer folk. In fact, I expected a lot more stumbling, uh, as I mentioned, thinking it was going to be a complete and total debacle. I must say that this sweeping apic, if you will, <laughs> delightful. Mm. Is, yeah, 
I feel the premise would make for an excellent Netflix series today with the, the random folk and the bizarre characters that Clyde and his, his pets encounter. They're just simply too zany to be contained to one movie. I feel that they could have had their own uh, each episode week to week roam, roaming the land looking for Clint Eastwood's long-lost love. Not unlike uh, The Master with Lee Van Cleef and Timothy Van Patten or, you know, uh, even an A-team, if you will, uh, mm. or a Maybe little hobo. I could, I could film. Um, at, at the very least, though, if you don't if want to do a, uh, a Netflix series of Every Which Way But Loose, uh, at least give me a reboot of B.J. McKay and his best friend Bear. Cannot get enough of that stuff. Bring back I Sheriff do Lobo. feel that it was rather smart that a common orangutan had his pets do a good portion of the fighting and searching. They're really, Steve, is he recording really an episode? To, uh, to I be don't doers know. rather than thinkers. Um, but I suppose there oh, are God, exceptions to every rule. Number. I mean, honestly, uh, when I was told the themes uh, for that you had for April and May, I was skeptical. However, I have been pleasantly surprised. So again, good on you too, man. Maybe the the the, the beers aren't affecting. How your brain cells, oh, as uh, science has led us to believe. Um, so is it not a terrible pick this time from you two? So I will be holding off on sending that uh, rather fragrant, mushy, pungent package uh, that I was going Ooh. to send to you. So, but be warned, you are on thin ice. All right, with that being said, uh, uh, please do check out my uh, my channel, oh. Montrose Monkington TV. Wow. Uh, and also, uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Montrose Monkington Third Esquire and Friends, and follow me on Twitter, uh, at Montrose the Third. that's the number three RD. More later. Thank you! More <laughs> later! I plugged his shit before he left. Yeah. Brendan... If we end up with more mon- more monkey shit in this house, I'm sending it to you. Babe. Also, why is this ape plugging himself in my voicemail? Why did you my number? You, you already subscribed, babe. That sounded not like it was intended. <laughs> hey, by the way, all packages open up outside from now on, alright? 1,000%! Okay. Alright, well, yeah, thanks, Montrose, for whatever that all was. Um... It sounds like we kind of turned him around there towards the end, though. Yeah, I mean, apparently he likes Congo. Where can people find Congo, Steve? Everywhere! <laughs> Actually, I think on Amazon on Prime. Oh. And Amazon Prime, and I don't know. My why bedroom. are we. Oh. Why the fuck are we plugging Congo? <laughs> the movie? Because why not? Because why not? <laughs> that movie will be fine. It, it, it was a huge box office success. Absolutely. All right, so to wrap this all up. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, what did we learn from Ed? That Paul LeBlanc did not get raped by a monkey. (laughs) What? (laughs) Izzy's been drinking. (laughs) How about you, Brandon? You learn anything? I have a couple things, okay? (gasps) My first one is, uh, as I said before, Chandler Bing is not the worst roommate Joey has ever had. It's true. Um... Number two, animatronic monkeys are fucking terrifying. <laughs> that is and also true. Number three, I learned that anything can happen in Hollywood because Matt LeBlanc somehow won a Golden Globe years after this. What? Paul LeBlanc. Paul LeBlanc, sorry. For uh, the show episodes. So anybody can come back from anything. Well, there you go. I learned all Deuce needed was a good nut. Yeah. <laughs> Nutty nanner. Yeah. And I guess technically so did Ed. Get it? Because of the nutty nanners? Mm, nutty nanners. 
That needs to never exist. (laughs) Oh, they exist, Steve, in ballparks all over. I think there's called something else. No! Take me out to the ball game! I I learned this entire movie is an ED commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Brandon... Edcock. Sorry. sorry. (laughs) I just needed to say Edcock. Go ahead. Edcock, yeah. I think he was mayor of New York once. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, should have made a cameo. (laughs) Well, Brandon, thank you for joining us on this episode. And a happy 420. That is when we're recording it, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Happy 420 to you, sir. And you're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Guys, so Nutty Nanners was a real product. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then apparently they had to have a massive recall. (laughs) And then... Because of all the peanut and or banana allergies? (laughs) I don't know. In 2009... The article's not coming up, but there's nothing about Nutty Nanners after 2009. It's because there were too many monkeys dying in trucks. <laughs> oh my god, too the many freezer truck, apes. Yes. Oh, it was Salmonella. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that's not really funny. Am I laughing? <laughs> because that's hilarious. <laughs> Guys, people died. <laughs> uh, nutty Nanners. They gotta quit putting fish in those kinds of products. By the way, that's my favorite Saturday morning cartoon. Salmonella? Nutty nutty nanners. (laughs) She swims upstream, but not too fast, because life is great for Salmonella. (laughs) Oh wait, it's a show about a character's name Sam and Ella? No, she's a salmon named named Ella. For a salmon named Ella. (laughs) Come on down to Sam and Ella's diner. (laughs) Okay, now it definitely is Sam and Ella. Yeah, Sam and Ella's diner. Sam and Ella's diner. Starring Ted Danson and, I don't know, Patricia Arquette. The fuck she Shelley Long. (laughs) Reunited at last. Sam and Ella's diner. You don't have to wait for your food because they don't cook it. <laughs> See, Order up. Sam and then the N with the apostrophe Ella. <laughs> yeah. This week's exactly. special guest star, Joan Rivers. Ow! <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying! Gilbert Godfrey, what are you doing here? <laughs> this food is delicious! I'm a local food critic! And I gotta say, it's pretty good. I'm a local food critic, but I've got a problem. I got two dates the same night. I'm three days from retirement. Wait, I've got my cliches mixed up. (laughs) I'm getting too old for this bush. Wait. That's that's on a a brand new episode of That's My Bush. Winner of two Golden Globes. All right. Um, <laughs> well, Brendan, as I was saying, thank you for joining us. Um, You're welcome. I hear you have a podcast. I, That's a uh, lie. That is a bull-faced lie, Steve. Why would you tease him like that? I do. It's called Everything I Learned from Movies. You can find it at eilfm.podbean.com. Uh, we're, of course, on all the podcatchers. I host with my uh, my good friend, Stephen Izzy. Uh, yeah, no, I do have a podcast. <laughs> he said it! <laughs> 
Wait, wait, is that one person or one person named Stephen Izzy or two people? I can't, can't tell. Well, it's like Salmonella. You can make up your mind. <laughs> make up your own it's, mind. It's open for interpretation. It's one guy yeah. named Stephen Izzy. <laughs> two Guys, people, one mind. It's a podcast produced by David Lynch, so you create your own plot. <laughs> Steve, you don't want no. to share a mind with me. Don't you? No, I don't. don't you dare share a mind with me, you son of a bitch. You don't Holy need to be shit. in here. Yeah, There's not enough room is... for me anyway. <laughs> wow. It's like the man with two brains. All right, so two podcasts. Can I plug both of them? That's all we've got time for. Thanks for coming. <laughs> no! yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so I've got a podcast uh, called What Were They Thinking with uh, my good friend Nathan and Montrose Monkington III pops in every once in a while. Uh, we talk about bad to question, at least questionable movies. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. You can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast and search for us on Patreon and Redbubble. We're also there. And another show I have is called For Screen and Country, and it's about the top 100 movies on the British Film Institute's top 100 British films. You get it. Of all British and time. It's on, uh, of all British time. The most it's British on, films uh, that ever British in the history of Britain. Oh, I got you, son! It's on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, and you can follow that podcast at BFI underscore pod on Twitter. If you want to hear another show where a co-host uh, antagonizes listeners as much as possible, uh, For Screen and Country is the show for you, because Jason, uh, for example, we spent an episode talking about My Left Foot, and Jason spent almost the whole episode uh, berating people of Irish descent. So... <laughs> Well, it's just because they talk funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's a natural enemy for him as he is uh, of Scottish descent. Oh, definitely don't want to confuse those two. No. This is the uh, this is the dune of of your episodes. By the way, this is <laughs> such a long episode. Oh, we will fix it in post. By the way, you uh, could have watched Ed twice by now. Is this the <laughs> longest episode we've done with Brendan? Oh, no, I, I'm certain of it. <laughs> it's, I don't think so. Nope. I nope. believe Showgirls Two was over two and a half hours. <laughs> Not when I was done with it. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, it was only two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, Brendan, again, thank yeah. you for plugging your stuff and joining us yeah. on this podcast. We always appreciate it. Give Nathan our love when he comes back home to your marital bed. And everybody else listening uh, out there, thank you for listening. We we yeah, enjoy Yeah, we love you guys so much. Thank you. Hey, you, listener. Yeah, you. You're looking pretty good tonight. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> oh. Hey, in the spirit of this movie, how you doing? How you doing? You been working out? Nice. It shows. Friends reference. Anyway. Yeah, right. Got it in. Jean Claude Van Damme was on there too. I was going to say we know everybody out there's working hard. Yeah, we appreciate you. You took time out of your day to listen to this episode. Yeah, we thank you. The way we like to thank you is by helping you get fifteen percent off on essential oils and diffusers at frankieandmur.com. Because how could they do that, Steve? Oh, well, it's easy. They go to frankieandmur.com. That's Frankie, F-R-A-N-K-I-E-A-N-D-M-Y-R-R-H, because that's andmur.com. Yeah. And uh, if they use the special code UNTIDY, <gasps> what do they get? 15% off their order. Oh, and orders over $35 ship free. Ship, ship, hooray. 
Also, if you head over to untidyvenus.etsy.com, that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com, you can get all kinds of fun merch handcrafted by Steve and I. Steve's making paracord dog leashes out of 550 pound per inch paracord. This is going to be the last dog leash you ever have to buy. The, for your entire life, more than your dog's life. This will last multiple dog lifetimes. This will lifetimes. last multiple dogs. This may last wow. to the next century. I gotta put that on the description. Yeah. Your dog will be dead and you'll still have the leash. <laughs> you may want to bury your dog with this leash. It'll still be fun. Oh. You will take this leash to your grave. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, this isn't for people? People, it people could be, use the leash more than the dogs. Actually, dogs are I mean... restrained by the leash. <laughs> is restrained Why the is leash? this episode about Ed the I longest ever? It is a right. 94 minute movie. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a two and a half hour show girls too. No. Anyway, there's also art by me. There's all kinds of fun stuff over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. <laughs> So until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. <laughs> I'm Brendan. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned, I learned, from, learned movies. from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> 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 Brendan at the Soda. <laughs> <laughs>